Hello and welcome to Waypoint Church. My name's Jim, uh, one of the leaders at the church and uh, really, really grateful that you're joining us this morning, this afternoon, this evening, whenever it is you are viewing this or perhaps listening to us on podcasts. Uh, just really grateful that you are engaging with the word through the ministry at Waypoint Church. Um, we're in this kind of interesting uh, kind of season right now uh, during lockdown. I don't want this talk to be specifically about lockdown or um, isolation uh, due to coronavirus. Um, so whether you listen to this in the future, which sounds a bit really quite surreal, um, um, or you are listening to this right now or viewing this right now, then I really hope there are things that apply to our situation right now, but also we can apply to things as we go forward. Um, so this is a bit of a free hit for me. We're in between series. So we've just finished the Ephesians series. Check that out on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, however it is you engage with that. And we are going into um, a series in Daniel next week and Mark's going to be kicking that off. So please um, stay tuned for that. So I've got a bit of a free hit. And today I want to be looking at Galatians 5, 22 to 26. So grab your Bibles and uh, read that and we'll come back together and we'll unpack, unpack that together. Welcome back. Um, so I don't know whether it's just me, but uh, because life is a little bit different at the moment and things are a little bit differently paced, um, I'm finding that there's a bit of space and wiggle room to do things a bit, I guess, different to what I was doing before this whole kind of situation. And for me, that is to revisit my interest in running. Uh, I say it's an interest, it's not a passion, right? Um, I'm still not a big fan of running, but actually I find it's, it's, it's quite a, a good way to get out and get some headspace and stuff as well. So got into running a few years ago and I'm finding that this has given me a chance to get back into that as well. Now I'm also um, married, I have two children, as a lot of you know, and if you don't know, then I've got two kids called Amelie and Obi, and uh, they've been doing, we've been homeschooling them. Uh, Abby, my wife, has been homeschooling them really um, most of the time, but occasionally they get the substitute teacher, i.e. me, obviously I'm, I'm the best one, and uh, they're having PE lessons, right? So in their PE lessons, they're usually doing an online thing where they kind of um, are doing star jumps and stuff. It's great, it's really good, but they've kind of lost interest. So I thought, why not combine my newfound interest in running again with their PE sessions? So um, we've done that and it's, it's okay. Like, not brilliant, it's okay. Um, the first time was particularly hard though, and uh, Within about a minute and a half of leaving the house, Obi had already just like hacked up the road and like I could barely see him. And I was hoping Emily would be like here and she, she was like there, bless her. And so I kind of had to drop back my pace and be like, come on, you got this, you could do this, encourage her. And I think at one point I might have pushed her a little bit because she was struggling. Um, and she was saying things like, you know, why can't we just go back home? Like, why can't we go left and left again? And then within about three minutes, we were back home. And my legs are thinking, totally understand and agree with you. But my heart's thinking, that's not going to be good for your exercise and for your fitness. So I kind of was like, no, let's keep going, let's keep going. And then I'll sprint forward and I'll be like, Obi, stop crossing like main roads and stuff. Like, stop it. Like, it's not going to be good for you if you keep doing that. Um, anyway, a few times during that kind of fun exercise together, um, 
we would be together, right? We would be kind of running and cycling at the same pace. And those were the best times because I didn't have to shout, I didn't have to push, I didn't have to encourage so much. We could have a couple of conversations about different things and they felt a little bit easier. And then within a few minutes again, Obi had kind of gone up the road and Emily had kind of dropped back a little bit. We got home on that first time and I was putting their bikes around the corner of the house. And, um, and I, I would say that I've never really audibly heard the voice of God before. Like he's spoken to me through the word of God, obviously through the Bible, uh, through pictures and prophecies and people as well. Um, but I really have a sense that God was saying, Jim, do you know what? This is you right now. That journey that you've just been on with your kids, this is me and you right now. Um, and I would say in chatting to different people during the season, that's probably where a lot of people are at. Uh, we're kind of running at different paces, which is going to happen, right? We're running, some of us, at a really quick pace. We, we, we don't have the old routine anymore, but actually we have a new routine and we're running just as quick. And um, other, others of us, perhaps it's slowed down a little bit um, and um, we're running at a slower pace. And um, for others of us, it's really important to be busy and to have routine and to be timetabled. And for others of us, we're just trying to get through the day. And so that's really, I wanted to say from the beginning that this is not meant to be a judgment on anyone, okay, who's choosing to do that. But I think what I feel like God's revealing to me in this time is actually that whatever that choices right whether it's hacking it forward because you know you've got to work at home and you've got children to, to homeschool as well and you've got all these weird blurred boundaries or whether it is that your life is slowing down a little bit um that i still believe god has a purpose for each of us and a plan for each of us and i know at times it can feel a little bit like god where are you in this like you know it can be reasons to doubt, not doubt God, but doubt like what's going on and where are you in this? And like, we can just be getting through the day. We could be binge watching Netflix or you could be painting the shed again or doing the gardening again because you've got nothing else to do. And you're just getting through the day, whatever pace it might be. And it can be easy just to put your head on the pillow at night and just be like, oh yeah, um, What's going on? Like, what's happening right now? And I've, I've been in that situation, so it's not a judgment, right, at all. I just kind of want today to be about um, kind of finding the pace setter again. You know, finding how, where the Holy Spirit is moving and what he's saying to you at this time, the purpose in which he's putting on you, um, what he's speaking into you and speaking over you. Um, and... What does that mean in, for some of you, the busyness and the pace of what that looks like right now and others of you, the slowness of that right now as well. So that's kind of it, like in a nutshell, Galatians 5.25 is probably the key verse and it says this, uh, since we are living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. So what does it mean like, what does it mean to follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives, no matter what our lives look like? right now um, to find that rhythm that pace setter of the holy spirit because i genuinely believe that we are called to live spiritual lives i'm confident that most of you do as well uh, and when you think of the word spirit filled lives or you think of walking in the spirit or living by the spirit it's really easy to think perhaps of people 
that are a little bit like, oh, that's just for the really religious people, or they're like the super duper spiritual ones, or like those people that always bang on about angels and like the heal, like healings and you know that sort of stuff as well. And like people that are super spiritual, you know, they're not of much use in the physical realm. Okay, like they're a bit airy fairy. I get that way of thinking, but actually that's unbiblical. That's unbiblical because Ephesians 5.18 says that we're filled by the Spirit. In Acts, it talks about going on continuously being filled by the Spirit. We are spiritual beings. If you follow Jesus Christ, you are filled. You are filled. The fullness of God is filling you by his Holy Spirit. And so we live a spiritual life. It's not an afterthought. It can feel like that sometimes, right? You can get through the day. You can, at whatever pace that might be. You can get through the day and then like, oh, better pray, better read the Bible, that kind of thing. But actually, I want to challenge that. And I want to encourage us to think that actually that our spiritual lives, our spiritual walk with the Holy Spirit should predominate and permeate everything that we are doing. Not just at this time, you know, um, when we're out of the season as well. But this is a great time to practice that if perhaps if that's not the rhythm you're in. At the moment, so I just want to unpack three, three things that I believe can be uh, barometer or symptoms. Um, three things that um, I feel like God's been saying to me are great indicators of whether we're walking in pace with the Holy Spirit, no matter what the day looks like. Bing, I'm stood up. Some of you that are listening to this and aren't watching this are thinking, "What's going on?" Basically my leg went dead and I couldn't sit on the stool anymore. And if I was at church right now, I probably would be up and down the platform anyway. So I just thought let's um, kind of go through these last three points with you. Um, sit up. So here we go. So these are kind of three things I really feel like God has been placing on my heart, ways in which I can understand uh, whether I'm walking in, in a kind of in pace with the Holy Spirit, if I'm living by the Spirit, um, barometers if you like things that i can test that i know that i'm in pace with the holy spirit so the first thing is developing dialogue it's developing dialogue in essence practicing prayer now this isn't just about kind of feel like perhaps some of you it's kind of a, a routine prayer it might, it might be just before dinner it might just be uh, before bedtime it might just be you know kind of the same language in your prayer this is about understanding that when you are praying and you're speaking perhaps specifically to the holy spirit this holy spirit is a person Okay, and actually this is about developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit. That might be a bit strange, but actually it's so important. It's an imperative of knowing that you're walking at pace with the Holy Spirit. In Mark 1.35, Jesus gets up early in the morning. He finds a place, a solitary place where he can spend time connecting with his Heavenly Father. Undistracted before the routine of the day, whatever that routine might be. And for you, that routine might look very different. To whoever it is that's listening to this or watching this you know for him it was going on to preach but actually he was able to spend time connecting docking in and recalibrating and just refocusing and in john 5 19 it says jesus says himself very truly i tell you you know i can do nothing by myself actually i only do what i see my heavenly father doing i think that's so important if we are called to imitate christ then we have to imitate how he lived, what was important to him. It was important to him to find time every day where he was able to be still with his heavenly father. Now we've been given the Holy Spirit as a result of, of joining in Jesus, in, with Jesus, right? 
And so the Holy Spirit is, is an advocate, is a help, is a guide. And so actually it's okay and it's right. And it's an imperative to spend time asking the Holy Spirit, what are you saying into my life? What are you saying over my life? What are you doing through my life right now? Because I want to walk in step with you. I want to walk in time with you. I want to walk in pace with you. I don't want to be so far ahead or so left behind in this. Um, for me, I don't tend to rise early in the morning. Um, I kind of like, I am a half past 10 sort of person. My brain kicks in at half past 10. Then I grab a cup of tea if I'm at work. That's my break time. And I'm able to actually spend a bit of time just really focusing on on God, on Jesus, on the Holy Spirit, and asking the Holy Spirit just to open my eyes to what he's doing today. Um, and it's such an important thing for me, such an important thing. I've been doing it in the garden because there's been better weather recently as well. Just giving thanks for the day. And again, Holy Spirit, what are you doing today? Where are you moving today? What can I join in with you and your kingdom plan today? It's such an important thing to do. Can I encourage you in that? It might be your when you do your running or if you are into sport, that kind of thing. Or it might be just be when you're you're pottering about in the garden, I don't know. Find those times where you can be still and you can be filled. Be still and be filled. Even if it's a crazy busy day and you've got targets to hit, find time where you can be still and you can be filled. And it leads on to my next point, right? Because as we spend time in the presence of God, in the presence of the Holy Spirit, in the presence of Jesus, actually we're remaining in him, then actually we are a byproduct of that, if you like, a byproduct of being in that relationship is that he develops fruit in our lives. Okay, my second point is follow the fruit. Follow the fruit. So the first part of this passage, Galatians 5.22, talks about the fruits of the Spirit. Okay, and really those are the things we should be striving for. Are we seeing the fruits of the Spirit in our lives? Joy, peace, patience, and so on and so forth. Are we seeing those things? Or are you just thinking, well, you know, adequate enough. It's fine. Like, I'm not great at the joy stuff or I'm not particularly patient. You know, I get really impatient. It can be quite easy to get quite impatient at the moment, right, with different people. Um, or perhaps joy right now is quite a difficult thing. But actually, a symptom of running at the same pace as the Holy Spirit is knowing you're connecting with him and asking him to develop that in your life. Um, you know, we all have areas where there's certain fruits that are a bit mushy, right? You know, when you eat a banana and you peel it and you get and you eat half of it and then after the last bit's black, you're thinking, ah, oh. you know, we all have areas that are bruised and not you're not great or not perfect or whatever. That's not my point. But actually, when you look at the fruits of the spirit, it's a great barometer to know that you're walking in step with the Holy Spirit, and that's another great um, sign that you're up to pace with it, with with Him in your life. And the last thing is. Um, sacrifice self it's sacrifice self it's quite it's quite churchy jargon please forgive me um if you like but it's quite a big thing it's quite an important thing if you read verses 24 and 26 there seems to be a real contrast between verse 24 26 and 25 that's right in the middle there i want to read it really quickly it says those who belong to christ jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful natures to his cross and crucified them there Skip 25, go to 26. Let us not become conceited or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. I think one way in which we know that we are walking in pace with the Holy Spirit is whether your life is self-focused or it's spirit-focused. Whether you have sacrificed self in your life. And, it, and that comes across in so many different ways. It uses the word conceited, and that basically means like proud. Basically means like 
kind of like thinking you're better than anyone else. It's about building yourself up, building your profile, looking for affirmation about yourself. If that's your life, if that's what you're focused on all the time, that's self, right? And I need to be careful, but that's not what it means to be living by the Spirit. If it is there are sinful desires and passions in your life that you're not prepared to let go of, that's living a self life, not a spirit-led life. If it is that actually you're, you provoke a lot of anger in people, and if it is that you're actually jealous of certain people and they're set up on what they've got going on, then again, and again, it's not meant to be condemnation on you, but actually that is not living a life that is spirit-led. Okay? Jesus Christ crucified those things. He died for those things so that we could be living a life that is spirit-led. Verse 25, since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives, okay? It's his will be done, not my will. It's not my comfort, it's his calling. It's not what's easy right now for me, it's actually putting his will ahead of my own. You know, you, don't, you might know um, we have three interns at Waypoint and uh, they're amazing. Um, Hannah and Gemma and Bev. Um, and they all, they're incredible women. And um, sometimes during staff meetings, we do feedback about what God's been doing and saying in our life. And Bev will regularly say she was at another petrol station and like she seems to love petrol stations. But one of the kind of the reoccurring things with Bev is that she um, will often be at a petrol station, it seems, uh, and uh, she, um, she'll feel prompted by the spirit to go and perhaps speak to the attendant or the cashier person, whoever it might be. Uh, and I think one time she felt like she needed to give that person some money. Another time she felt like she needed to say that to someone, are you okay? Um, those times were not easy, right? Because the self part of you thinks I'm not good enough, I'm not, I don't know what to say, they're going to think I'm an idiot, or like I'm too busy, or like, um, you know, I've got stuff to get on with, or, you know, it must be for some, someone else can deal with it kind of thing, or like you just dismiss it completely anyway. Um, but what I love about Beth is that she's so connected in, she spends so much time in prayer, she is really developing the fruits of the Spirit in her life. You can see it in who she is in a person, who she is as a person, but actually that when it comes to those moments, even though it's not easy for her, right? She's able to, in her weakness, know that she is strong because of Christ, right? She can do all things through Christ who gives her strength. If you are a believer, you can do all things through Christ who gives you strength. You have the spirit, not of timidity and fear, but of power, of love and of self-discipline. That is the Holy Spirit that lives within you. So when you begin to walk in step with the Holy Spirit, he will call you out of your comfort zone. You might not like it, but that's what it means to live for his glory and not your own. To live for him and not self. And that's not about building your kingdom and your profile and doing whatever is your comfort, but actually it's about living for him. And then you can see that you are, it's another great barometer that you're living in pace with the Holy Spirit. I said a lot. <laughs> I really, really believe that as Christians, regardless of circumstances, regardless that right now we're in lockdown, that those are still those three things, developing dialogue, following the fruit, and also sacrifice self, are really, really key things for us to apply. Whether you are at home alone, whether you're at home with others or not, 
those are key things for us to apply. And I think if we can get those rhythms into our life daily, I genuinely believe that we will be up to pace. We won't be so far ahead that we can't hear God. We won't be so far behind that we feel like we're just left by him. You know, and again, I want to encourage you that God is also behind us and ahead of us and hems us in. So if you are feeling left behind, you are not. God loves you and he's with you. Um, and also if you are steaming far ahead and you're thinking, oh, you know, I feel bad about this. I haven't really fitted time in for God. Then again, he loves you. He sees you. Um, but he wants to run. He wants you to run at the same pace as him. Yeah. I want to pray for you and then... Um, whatever you're doing God Jesus Holy Spirit Father Counselor Saviour Friend Sovereign King Alpha and Omega thank you that you love us thank you that you are the God that makes galaxies that we don't even know about but you're also the imminent God the God that is living within us by the power of your Holy Spirit and Lord I just pray for anyone right now that are feeling left behind that you fill them with peace and with love uh, Lord I pray for those that are feeling like perhaps they've neglected you Lord I pray that you just call them home you call them back into you and Lord I just pray that we can be people that are led by your Spirit that we see the fruits of your spirit developing in our lives, that actually we sacrifice self and we look to follow you as we're led by you, that we can spend time with you regardless of how busy our day is and develop that inner conversation, develop that dialogue with you. Uh, yeah, Holy Spirit, have your way. Amen. Thank you for viewing, listening, whatever it is uh, that you've done to engage with us. Um, uh, hopefully you'll stay tuned. We're kicking off next week with the, Daniel, the series in Daniel. And uh, happy to chat to you if you want to email, text, whatever it might be. Take care. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.